the fourth Sunday of Easter, Good Shepherd Sunday. Why do we call it Good Shepherd Sunday? Let us review briefly. On Easter, Jesus rises from the dead. And on the second Sunday, Jesus visits and appears before the apostles in the upper room. And Thomas, the one who doubted, is also with me, with them. And Jesus says to Thomas, it's really me, Thomas. Come, come and see the wound in my side. Come, put your finger in the wounds in my hand so that you know that it is me. And so Jesus, in appearing to the apostles, is letting him know it's really, really him, and he has raised, been raised from the dead. On the third Sunday, we hear the story of the road to Emmaus and the two apostles. And here Jesus is revealing himself to the other followers who are not within the inner circle of the apostles. And Jesus does this in two ways. First is through the word. Did not the disciples say, were our hearts not burning when he spoke to us? And secondly, they recognized him in the breaking of the bread, the liturgy of the word, the liturgy of the Eucharist. And on the fourth Sunday, we have Good Shepherd Sunday. This meaning of the Good Shepherd is lost to us because it has little or no connection to our culture today. We are not a culture of sheep and goats. Rather, we are technology, we are fast foods, we are outer space, etc. A commentary by William Barclay will help to clarify the concept of Good Shepherd. But on the other hand, there was the unfaithful shepherd. The difference was this. A real shepherd was born to his task. A real shepherd was born to his task. He was not sent out. He was sent out with the flock as soon as he was old enough to go. The sheep became his friends and his companions. The sheep became his friends and his companions. And it was second nature to think of them before he thought of himself. But the false shepherd came into the job not as a calling, but as a means of making money. As a means of making money. He was in it simply and only for the pay that he could get. He might even be a man who had taken to the hills because the town was too hot to hold him. He had no sense of the height and the responsibility of his task. He was only a hired man. To bring it closer to home, consider this. Substitute 
the position of the parent or one's best friend for the good shepherd. And then we began to touch on the deepest parts of our hearts. We moved from a sense of job, duty, responsibility, and to add the elements of the heart, concern, genuine concern and care, goodness, kindness, gentleness. And to quote Barclay again, the person who works only for reward thinks chiefly of money. The person who works for love thinks chiefly of the people he is serving. Why the Good Shepherd on the fourth Sunday? First, because Jesus is about serious, life-changing, and life-giving relationships. Life-changing and life-giving relationships. Second, because Easter is not a one-day feast or event. It's not a 50-day celebration. Easter is a forever and ever and ever changing event and experience, changing the history of humankind for all time. I said changing because it continues today in our lives and in our minds and in our hearts. Easter is not ended. Easter is not over. Easter continues with every Mass where Jesus' sacrifice is reenacted. In the Emmaus story, the disciples found Jesus in the words from Scripture, and they said, were our hearts not burning? And they recognized Jesus in the breaking of the bread. And so, too, we too recognize Jesus in the words of Scripture, and we see him and understand him in the breaking and receiving of the bread. Now, I need to take a quick side street here and do a quick commercial. Now, people who often say, you know, I don't go to church because it doesn't mean anything to me. I don't get anything out of it. Well, the next time you hear that question, Ask them, what do you put into it? What do you put into it? We don't go to a sporting event, a play, a concert, etc., with some kind of knowledge or understanding. And the more you know, the better the experience. And so on the back table against the wall back there in the back wall, there's a little booklet and it's called A Minute in the Church, and there's a booklet on the Mass, and it's called The One Minute Mass. And it's a good basic primer. It's a review, or maybe even gave you a new, you might gain an insight or two about the Mass. But the very point is, is that it's just really good input. And so help us to educate others by grabbing a book and grab one for yourself. We can afford to buy more. It's okay. Now, in closing, Jesus is extending a good shepherd relationship in every Mass. And Jesus is calling us 
to be good shepherds to our family, to our friends, and to the world. The evil one is having a holiday and a field day all over this globe right now. There's craziness in our country. There's craziness in our church. The evil one is dividing us and turning us against each other. But I'm speaking to the choir here. You're here because for one reason or another, the Holy Spirit has prompted you to be here. You're here because you care. And so on this Good Shepherd Sunday, this fourth Sunday of Easter, let us, let us go deep, deeper and deepest, to the deepest level of our hearts. And let us be like the young children, especially Riley today. And let us remember and let us be eager and enthusiastic and excited about receiving Jesus as the children are for the first time so that we can do as Jesus said, to love one another as I have loved you. And a couple PSs. Number one, for those of you who are married, if you have the courage, remember at night to hold one another's hand and to say the Our Father together. And if you're really, really brave, try saying the Our Father looking into one another's eyes. And secondly, remember always, I am the good shepherd, and there is nothing I shall want, especially if you're on the operating room table or you wake up in the middle of the night and you're worried about the kids, you're worried about the future, you're worried about your job, you're worried about money. I am the good shepherd, and there is nothing I shall want. Now, I know you're going to do that, but would you indulge me, and can we practice that? So when you take a deep breath in, I am the good shepherd, and when you exhale, there's nothing I shall want. Take a deep breath in, I am the good shepherd, and exhale, there's nothing I shall want. I know you enjoyed that, so let's do it again. I am the good shepherd, there's nothing I shall want. And remember always, always, that God loves us more than we love ourselves. <laughs>